Yes, I believe we are live. Hello everybody, back again, even though it's Saturday. Today's topic is a little bit different, a little bit random, but hey, there you go. It's what I'm all about. What's in your pocket? What do I mean? Okay, when I was a kid, there was a little poem that was bandied around. And when I was a kid, all the poems were ancient. They were from, you know, decades, centuries, generations ago. And it was uh, the one about Lucy Lockett. Lucy Lockett lost her pocket. Kitty Fisher found it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was always like, what the hell was Lucy Lockett doing losing her pocket? It's attached to her clothes. And this confused me no end as a small child because I was going around and I was looking at people and go, pocket, 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 jeans, shorts, yeah until I grew up and I began um, delving into the world of costume and history of art and history of costume and things like that. It's a little bit about my background. And then I realised that years gone by, um, sort of 1600s and back, people had if, if you like one pocket and it was not attached to their clothes at all it was like a little bag a little bit like a drawstring bag but without the drawstring at the top so it was would be pear shaped you know teardrop shape and flat at the top uh, with a little slit in the front for you to get your hand in and out and then it had long long strings and these were tied to your body sort of over your undergarments but people didn't wear knickers in those days so yeah shock news flash i know knickers are actually a really modern concept so you would tie this thing on but then there would be holes in the seams of your copious skirts for you to access your pocket so you had one pocket more if you were rich and you know could afford one Um, And that's what you did. You carried it about your person. Now, these pockets were so elaborate for the the rich people. They would be hand embroidered with the most beautiful things and embellished. And they were so precious that they were actually left to people in their wills, along with pins. Pins were so expensive that you would will somebody your pins and your pocket in your will. Bizarre. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Barbara. So how did the pocket become on the outside as we call it today? Well, this was all well and good and then fashions changed and it was around about the Napoleonic era and if you think to the pictures of Josephine, she wore those dresses that were very, very slim but cut up sort of, you know, the waistline wasn't at the waist, it was raised up under the boobs, known as the empire line as in not the Victorian empire, because we in Britain, we tend to think we're the only ones who ever had an empire, but no, Napoleon had an empire. So that style is known as the empire line after Josephine, who was a close friend of the emperor Napoleon. So what to do with this pocket that tied around your waist and was like quite bulky by the time you got all the things in it with these lovely, smooth, statuesque gowns? Well, obviously you couldn't do that with your pocket anymore. You had to bring your pocket outside. And so women kind of started carrying their pockets around, which is when, if you had a really posh one that was nicely embroidered, that wasn't a problem. 
and it became known as the reticule and you know so they were going around swinging these things and walking about and then people realized that there was money to be made from this so they started manufacturing different styles of pocket or reticule and thus the handbag was born and you know the the big fashion houses started making bags and then all the different shapes developed and everything and and as i say that's how you get the modern handbag now ladies it's let's face it a brave man that will put his hand in a lady's handbag and it's got nothing to do with the tampons no this goes right back again to what i was talking about with the pockets back in the day when you had these pockets and you tied them around your waist frankly if you were a woman these pockets carried your worldly goods must have been a pretty big pocket no because what i'm talking about is back in the day women were not allowed to own anything they didn't even own themselves women were the property of their fathers until they married at which point they became the property of their husbands and women didn't even own the children that they gave birth to are you swallowing this i find it hard so for instance in your pocket let's face it in those days there was a lot of infant mortality and if a baby died and was buried what the mother would do was keep a lock of hair from that child and wrap it up in a little hanky or a piece of paper make a little envelope for it and that would go in your pocket and that was really really precious and you know quite often women were ridiculed by their husbands like why are you keeping that rubbish you can hear the voice can't you but these things were precious and also if she had a little knife for maybe you know cutting into an apple or cutting an apple off a tree or you know whatever if she did any sort of mending so you know often poor people did, couldn't afford needles and thread but you know say people slightly up the social scale could um, I doubt if ladies of the town would carry their sewing supplies in their pocket but I could be wrong and there is a friend of mine I can ask about this she'll put me right on it um, I'll tag her in the comments and she can put me right so you know any small thing that a woman owned would be precious because it would be all that she could own and so that all went in the pocket and this is why women guarded those pockets with their lives because the things inside there was so precious so so precious and so you know if a bloke accidentally say the pockets lying on the kitchen table and the bloke would accidentally reach out to just move it out of the way no it's hey oh it's not happening mate you know you, you, you own everything you own the clothes on my back but you don't own my pocket or the contents thereof so this is kind of gone into the psyche of women and eventually gone right down into the dna of women it's like you know hands off my handbag matey and this is why as i say men will not it's a very brave man who will put his hand in a woman's handbag so you can see sort of the psychological um, reference to them so yeah, it's possibly why women have so many handbags i mean speak for yourself i don't yeah no i have loads of handbags it's, it's true big ones small ones you know everyday ones pretty ones yeah i have a lot of handbags perhaps this is where that came from the the idea of of 
the connection to it and the ownership of the handbag. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. And going back again to this um, era where women didn't own anything, not even, you know, not the clothes she wore, not even the children she bore. Um, there's another saying, certainly in England, I don't know if it's permeated across other English speaking countries, but there is a, um, a saying called the rule of thumb. Why am I randomly talking about the rule of thumb? And what does the rule of thumb mean? Well, when you say the rule of thumb, it, you're talking about something that's generally done. We do it like this. As a rule of thumb, I tend to, you know, so that's the expression and that's what we say. And we say it without thinking. But the rule of thumb comes from a law in England back in the day that said, a man can beat his wife with a stick as long as it's no wider than the width of his thumb. I'm just going to leave that there for a minute because all my girlfriends are like, what? Yeah. And I don't actually know if that law has been repealed. Hmm. Might still be there on the statute books. I don't know. And just forgotten about and covered in cobwebs. I don't actually know if that's been repealed. Maybe a little bit of investigation to go on there. So you can see how this kind of thing and this kind of society. And I mean, I'm not even going to like today. I'll do it on another day. I'm not even going to go into you know the witch trials and the da 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 da. And everyone goes, oh, the witch trial. No. They happened, they happened. And it wasn't men that were burnt at the stake, it was women. Call them witches, no, they were women. That's a story for another day. So, a little bit of background, a little bit of history about handbags and your pockets and poor little Lucy Lockett who lost her pocket. I hope you liked the story and I hope the um, sort of slightly political connotations that came with it, you know me, um, have enlightened you and made you think about things because when this gets into the DNA and it's passed down from generation to generation to generation, even now, my husband won't go near my handbag. It's in there. It's in the DNA. So quite often we have things that are holding us back in our energy that are stopping us moving forward in life or for whatever reason on whatever topic. And quite often it's not even our own shit <laughs> that's holding us back it's someone else's so this is why i do energy work ah oh, lottie sweetheart i miss you too i really do from the, from the bottom of my heart the bottom of my pocket i miss you lottie um and your smile your beautiful smile so <laughs> i'm getting so many hearts from lottie now that you know that's made my day that's made my saturday so what i'm saying gals and guys is that you know, the stuff that's holding you back, the stuff that's stopping you stepping into your absolutely full potential, the stop, the bit that's stopping you from truly reaching your magnificence may not even be your own shit. So think about that. As you know, I'm here for matinees, <laughs> bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs, weddings and um, all other social occasions. Seriously, if you want to book me, if you want to just talk to me a little bit more about what happens in your energy, why these things are holding you back, get in touch. Even if you don't want to talk about energy, if you just want to reach out and get in touch with me, I'd really love that. Anyway, until the next time, back again tomorrow. And I apologise for being late. Um, what happened was after I did a talk about energy, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, I got a phone call this morning from a lady in France 
And then we came off that call and I was like, oh, I've got loads of time before I go live. But no, somebody rang me from Germany, wants to be a client. What is the power of Facebook? Anyway, love you lots. Speak to you again soon. Take care. Bye.